Masechet Pesachim has been dedicated by Mr. Ike J. Shehebar in honor of his grandparents, Mr. Ike and Jeanette Bibi. We bless Mr. Ike Shehebar, who's been a sponsor of the Dafyomi for many uh, days. They should continue to enjoy success, health, and happiness. May his grandparents also enjoy much nachat from him as well as all their grandchildren, and may they only share in Simachot for the entire family. Amen. Daf Yud Bet. Today's Daf has been dedicated by Mr. Sam Dome in honor of the Rabbi Tzkelim Zvot. Today's Daf is being studied. And Abraham ben Esther, and on the recent passing of the Mekubala Elahi, Hasid the Kadosh, Bitzhak, Kadui ben Tufeha. Amen. Amen. We are beginning on Daf <coughs> Yudbet, actually, on the top line. We still owe some words from yesterday's daf, so we'll just read them now to be yotze. Yesterday's daf, we said that according to Rava, um, the machloket in the Mishnah between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda, we had a machloket legabe hametz. Exactly, when do you have to stop eating hametz? Rabbi Meir said you uh, have to stop eating the hametz. In the sixth hour, and that's when you burn it. The Biuda said you have to stop eating hametz already in the fifth hour, and then you, everyone agrees you burn it in the sixth hour. Midrabanan, midoraita becomes asur in the seventh. Uh, then the Gemara brought some cases from Sanhedrin regarding giving testimony, where also we had machlokot between the Bimiir and the Biuda. The witnesses testified. <coughs> One witness said, uh, I saw the crime at the second hour, mm-hmm. and one witness said he saw the crime at the third hour. So if you remember, we said in the uh, Mishnah over there in Sanhedrin, that as shown was, Echad Omer B'Shlosha, Echad Omer B'Hamisha, Edutan Betela. So we said, if Kuntira be Meir, if one says uh, the testimony in the third hour, Right, and another witness says the testimony in the uh, fifth hour. So we said that the aydut is batel. That was according to the bimeir. Where there's a discrepancy of, at this point, seemingly two hours between the testimonies. And the biudah said edutan kayemet. The biudah said no, even three to five edutan is kayemet. But if it's five to seven, where the sun is on different sides of the, I mean, the east and the west. People don't uh, make mistakes uh, that much, and therefore the testimony cannot be explained, and therefore we uh, throw them out. So if you remember, we learned the Nava, Nava came along and explained that the Mahloket is how much leeway do you give a witness to make a mistake. So Nava's Lashon was, and we'll read it inside... We'll read it, we'll start from Ika de Amre. Ika de Amre is one, two, three, four, five lines from the bottom. Just read it again quickly because we left out some words yesterday. Ika de Amre, Amar Abayeh, Kishin Damsel Omad, when you're going to analyze and establish the opinions. Adam Tore Mashu. 
we could say that what a person makes a mistake on a mashu, meaning on a second. And in the biyuda, it gives flexibility an hour in a mashu. When did the murder take place? Either it happened at the end of the second hour or the beginning of the third hour. Which means it happened really basically uh, uh, at the end of one or the beginning of a Another hour. And either way, one of the witnesses is only off by a second. Because one is saying two, right? If it's happened at the third hour, so he's off by a second. Because he means at the end of the second hour, and that's why he was off by a second. And uh, if it happened in the, um, if it happened at the end of the second, so when the guy says the third, he's also off by a second. Because uh, he's a second ahead. So he can give the guy uh, witnesses leeway on that uh, small amount of mashu. According to the Be'udah, no, the leeway that we give the witnesses even an hour and a mashu. The murder took place either at the end of the third hour or at the beginning of the fifth hour. The had minayu umashu. And one of the witnesses made a mistake of an hour and a mashu. Okay, look at Rashi in the bottom. The word of Yehuda, Maaseava b'sof shalosh. Right, the act could have taken place at the end of the third hour. Ve'hai de'amar b'tefilat chamesh. Well, this guy said the beginning of the fifth. Okay, well, from the end of the third to the beginning of the fifth is an hour and a mashu. So that's the leeway we give him. Tareish shara. Right, he made a mistake on the whole fourth hour. Umashu should solve shalosh and the mashu of the and the third. Iname on the other side. Betchilash chamesh hava. Or I'll tell you the murder took place in the fifth, right, in the beginning of the fifth. And what did the guy testify? The guy testified. The high damar besov shalosh, and the guy said it happened at the end of the shalosh. Tarash shalavayitu mashu. Good. So therefore, that's the machlok at least the way according to Rabbah. Says it. So comes the Gemara and says, "Azal Ravuna Rav Yehuda, Amna Lishmatita Kamed Rabah." So he went and said this halacha, uh, <coughs> and he said in front of Ravah. So what we're just saying now, the way we're explaining the machlokat over here, that the witnesses can't make a mistake between, let's say, a mashu or an hour and a mashu. Amar. So he said like this when he heard it. <coughs> so he quoted. This is all Abayi's statement. There's uh, two ways of learning Abayeh, incidentally. Well, this explanation that we just said, in how much the witnesses uh, make a mistake, mm-hmm. is all an interpretation in Abayeh's words. So, right, Ikadam is also interpreting Abayeh's uh, words. So the Gemara says that uh, he went and told Rava how Abayeh explains this Mahlokit. Ama, so Rava didn't like it. He said, Uma ilu daikinan behane sa'adeh. And what if we're going to start to be uh, particular, and we're going to be dayek, Regarding these witnesses, the witness that said shalosh, shalosh. Maybe the witness that said shalosh, he means the beginning of the third hour. And the guy that said hamesh, it means the end of hamesh. And now already the edut is going to be, but is going to be contradicted. And therefore we're not going to kill the victim. The one that's on trial. Uh, the so-called murderer. We're going to come along now and kill Misafik, which means you're telling me now a lot of assumptions. You tell me that you have to assume that when the guy said <coughs> the third hour, he meant the end of the third. 
And when the, the and, and and therefore you say what? It's an hour and a mashu. Yeah, and let's say when the guy said the third, he meant the beginning of the third. So what misafik, you're gonna keep the testimony alive and valid in order to kill a murderer? It's, 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 it's still a safik. And we know that the Torah says Rahmana Amar The Torah clearly says that we have to do everything in our ability to save the victim, which means we're very, <coughs> we'll call it gun-shy. Because we don't want to kill somebody unless it's 100% foolproof without any question. Here, really, you tell me that the witness can make a mistake between an hour and a mashu. Yeah, but that's only assuming that when he said the third hour, he meant that what? It's the end of the third hour. And then when, when or in the case of when he said the fifth hour, he meant the beginning of the fifth hour, not the end of the fifth hour. So therefore, the Gemara says, that's a big assumption over there. Misafik... To keep these testimony valid, you're going to now kill a uh, uh, a murderer. We're not sure that there was really testimony against him. And the Torah is very, very careful. The court is obligated to try to save the victim uh, as much as they can. <coughs> so therefore, Rava is going to give a different interpretation. Ela Amar Rava. Uh, so now we're going to include all that, uh, all that, uh, the, 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 those chances of mistakes. Which means, according to the Bimi'ir, the span of mistake that a witness can make is actually two hours minus a mashu. According to the Bihuda, Adam Tu'ay Shalosh Sha'ot Haseru Mashu. And so according to Rava, he gives a much more bigger leeway, an extra hour on both sitot, right? He added an extra hour on Rabbi Meir, and he added an extra hour on Rabbi Yehuda. Why? We understand now why. Just to take care of the, that maybe it was the beginning of the third hour, maybe it's the end of the fifth. So by doing that, <coughs> you're always going to have that whole area in part of the uh, leeway that's considered legitimate testimony. The Gemara explains that the Rebbe be meir, contrary be meir. Adam toreish teshavot chaseru mashu. Maaseh ki hava. When did the maaseh take place? Or b'tchilat shtayim? Or I'll tell you, it took place in the beginning of the uh, second hour. Or besof shalosh. Or at the end of the third hour, because you have two 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 witnesses according to him, right? One hour, one witness says it took place in the second hour. And one witness says it took place in the third hour. That's according to the Bimi'ir. Right? So how, what, are the, what, what are the options? So we'll say, the Mahaseh took place either in the beginning of the second, B'tchidat, Shtayim, or B'sof Shalosh. V'chad minayu, and one of them, Katareh bet Sha'ot Haser Mashu. And one of the witnesses is making the mistake of how much? Two Sha'ot, let's say, which means if you say that it happened in the beginning of the second hour, so you have two to three, and uh, three uh, to, 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 to four, and therefore, at the end of that uh, hour, Hasid Mashu, that's already the leeway that we give him. Two hours, and minus a drop. And then there's the third hour as well. If you say it happened at the beginning of the, Obesov uh, Shalosh, I'm sorry, if it happened at the end of the third hour, so you're going to give him to the end of the, Fifth hour, which means so. Therefore, in the Quran, we're factoring in uh, this um, these um, calculations. Rashi, look at Rashi, please. The Buddha Matil. 
Okay. Which means as much as you can uh, separate the uh, the hours from them in order to keep their testimony legitimate. And then the testimony is going to be valid. Even if you want to say, go left, no to all options. Even if you want to say that the guy that said it happened in the second hour, it means what? The beginning of the second hour. And this guy that said shalosh, shalosh. He said at the end of shalosh, and then whenever you're going to, I'm going to say now, whenever the ma'aseh took place, they're still in the the zone of mistake, and therefore it's not assuming anything. According to the first interpretation, you have to assume if <coughs> it's not covered in their window of mistake. Here we're saying, no, the window of mistake is, 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 is an hour extra, and if, even if you want to say it happened at the beginning, it will still be covered. Like, the Gemara says, no, Kedashi, Ma'asek Yava, or Besof Shalosh, or Bethelach Tayim. The Ma'asek either took place in the Sof Shalosh, right, at the end of the third, or the beginning of Shtayim. Kulamat. Lo Mebaim Ayam Ma'asek Besof Shtayim. Goes without saying. And she's giving you a case that the Gemara did not bring. It goes without saying, if the Ma'aseh was at Sof Shtayim, at the end of the second hour, or B'tchilat Shalosh, or in the beginning of the third hour, the Ta'ut Mu'ititu. That's already a, a, a small mistake. Because even if you're going to say that it was at the beginning of the second, and kan Ta'ut Ela Sha'ah, you only have a mistake of an hour. And even if the, the guy said what he meant, Shalosh, he meant Shalosh, and Kantaot Ela, Sha'a. The Hadush of the Gemara said, Afilu Aba Maase Bitchilat Shtayim. Even if the Maase took place, let's say, in the beginning of the second. The Haida Amar Shalosh. And the guy that said Shalosh meant Soft Shalosh. So therefore, you really, uh, two hours shy a. Matthew, still, we're going to say the testimony is okay. So all what Rabbi's basically doing, he's giving you the, the longest span of mistake. Go go however you want to say it. Go to the extremes on both sides. When the guy said two, he meant the beginning of two. And the Ma'asir took place at the end of three. And therefore, you're giving him two to three, and three to the end is two hours, and the Chatser Matthew, doesn't matter. That's a rumor already, it's a mistake. You can't throw out the testimony. Because even in such, a person can make a mistake. Now go back to the given, and I will see the Biyuda. According to the Biyuda, a guy makes a mistake, what? Three hours and a... Three hours shy a mashu. Right, the Maaseh took place even in the, either in the beginning of Shalosh or Besof Hamish or at the end of the fifth hour. 
Sof Chamesh. So go, go Lachmir. Say that when he said Shalosh could be with the, the beginning of the Shalosh, or the Masitik ways at the fifth means the end of the fifth. And one of these witnesses is going to be off two hours shy a mashu. Let's continue reading that in Nashi. Nashi is right where we left off. Two lines after they get wide, the second wide line. Three I'm sorry, three hours shy a mashu. Correct. Nashi, second wide line. And the Biuda, the same thing. And when you're going to stretch out or distance the testimony as far as you can, Let's say Go, put the testimony as far as you can, and put the Maase as far as you can. Which means according to uh, Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda was lenient in the case that even if one says three, and even if one says five, correct? In Rabbi Yehuda's case, even from three to five, you said a, uh, a, a, a testimony is still considered legitimate. And we'll go now uh, and uh, say that even if the guy that said three, what? That meant the, 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 the testimony was really in the beginning of the third. And still, we'll let you go uh, all the way uh, to three hours minus a uh, three to four, four, five, up to six, that the end of the fifth hour, right? When it says that happened in the fifth, happened in the end of the fifth, but you're still three hours minus a master. So technically, you're still within his rule for margin of error. error. So again, <coughs> The Maaseh that took place even either in the beginning of the Shalosh, or Besof Hamesh. The Hadminayu, again, it was Bitchalat Shalosh, right in the beginning of the third. So, and then the guy gave his testimony, and that happened in the fifth. And when he says fifth, he means the end, end of the fifth. So, still, from the beginning of the Shalosh to the end of the fifth is three hours and a Master. So, he's still okay. So, what, what Rabbah basically did is he factors in. The Sefek. Maybe he meant the beginning. Maybe that took place all the way at the end. We're not killing a guy in Sefek. We're telling you, no, that, that's part of the uh, room for uh, for mistake, margin of error. So it comes again and says, Tenan, we have a Mishnah, also in Sanhedrin. Hayu Botkin Otan Besheva Hakirot. Okay, the witnesses are questioned seven different interrogations. Those are called hakirot. Gemara learns that from Pesukim. You have to ask each uh, witness uh, questions. What are the seven questions? Gemara says, Which cycle of the Shemitah? There's Shemitah cycles, uh, seven Shemitah cycles to a Yovel. Uh, Yovel is the 49th year. So first they would say, which cycle of the Shemitah, did the murder happen? He asked me witnesses this. Then, Be'ezu Shana. Then after you get the cycle, then okay, it was in the fourth cycle of the Shemitah, the fourth cycle to the Yovel. Then you say, what year? Oh, what year? You got to say in the third year of the cycle. Be'ezu Chodesh. Which month? Be'chamah Chodesh. What day of the month? Be'ezu Yom. Which day? Of the month, which is one is the date 
And when is the day? Be'eze sha'a. What time was the crime? And be'eze makom. And which place? Those are seven questions. Those are the seven hakirot that are mandatory questions you must ask every witness. And the Gemara goes on to say, Vitnan, ma bin hakirot le bedikot. There are other questions that are less severe questions. They are called bidikot. Mm-hmm. Bidikot would be, for example, uh, what was he wearing? The 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 the, the, uh, the victim. Well, did he have a black shirt on or did he have a white shirt on? Uh, how did he kill him? Did he kill him with a uh, a rock or did he kill him with a knife? I mean, you're asking him uh, uh, questions regarding the uh, what they saw. But the bidikot are not as important as the hakirot. The hakirot are very important, establishing the time and the place, the when and where of it. Then there are the issues of, it was it a sunny day, was it a cloudy day, and all these different questions, that's called bidikot. So the Gemara says, well, what is the difference between bidikot and hakirot? Hakirot, when it comes to the hakirot, amar ehad mehim, eni yodaya edutan betela. You have to answer all the hakirot. The guy comes along and says, I don't know. To one of the answers, to one of those seven questions, finish. We throw out the testimony. Bidikot, afilush neem omrim enanu yudaim edutam kayemet. Now, when it comes to the bidikot, now what color was the uh, guy's uh, shirt? I don't know. You remember? I don't know either. Okay, we continue. Doesn't matter. So bidikot, even if they both don't have an answer, they accept it. Hakirot, you have to have an answer. If one guy says I don't know, edutam betela. So the Gemara explains. We analyze my shina hakirot or my shina bidikot. Let's go review a case now. There's a law that says that if the two witnesses come in and they say, Mr. So-and-so killed in a certain place, right, at a certain time. So now, they are subject to the law of Hazama. What does Hazama mean? Two other witnesses come along and say, what do you mean? You said that you saw a murder in Houston on this and this day of the month at this and this time. What are you talking about? You were with, you were with us in Chicago. You were with us in a different place. So now those first two witnesses are considered Adim Zomimim. And the Quran says, We killed the first two witnesses because they were trying to kill somebody. They were trying to kill him even though they were false witnesses. Now, for a testimony to be legitimate, they have to be subject to Hazama. Which means their, their information must lend a opportunity for other two witnesses to at least try to museum them. Mm-hmm. But if their testimony is not subject to Hazama, the testimony does not stand. Now we understand why the seven hakirot are vital. Because you're establishing time and place. Now, if you don't answer one of those questions, we cannot be mezimu. For example, let's say they would not say the place. Hmm. So they're giving the date, the, uh, the time and everything. How could two other witnesses come along and say, you with us in Chicago, or Houston, Chicago. We, 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 didn't, we didn't say a place. So therefore, you're not giving a testimony that lends yourself to Hazama. Even in the, in the time, because if they don't give a time, so now, you can always come along and say, that, oh, you were with us in Chicago at 2 o'clock. Well, we didn't say, yeah, maybe we were with you at 2 o'clock. Well, we, we, maybe we were, the, the, the testimony was at uh, 6 o'clock, we're saying. So if they don't give a time either, so then you don't allow themselves to become Muzam. So that's why in the Hakirot, you have to answer all the questions. Bidikot, edu chatei yakod 
Now, Bidikot, so you didn't answer uh, a question, how did he kill him? Uh, with a rock or a knife? So what? That that doesn't take them out of the Hazama, hazama uh, ability. They can still be Muzam, because Muzam is always, you are with us in a certain place. You're not contradicting what they said. You're saying, can't be that you saw this, because we saw you with us in a different place. Now, again, he was wearing black, he was wearing white. That doesn't affect the Hazama. So therefore, the Bidikun, if they don't answer it, it's okay. Now they're going to ask this question. And if you're going to say, So if you're going to tell me that what a person can make, according to the way Rabbah's understanding, uh, up to three hours he could be off, right? In his, uh, in his hours... Then when, you know, when he said, you know, something at uh, at the, the second hour, it could take him all the way to the fifth hour. So the Gemara says, Hakirot de Ezu the Hakirot, the question that they're going to ask him, what hour did it happen? Which means it's also considered because if they're going to give a testimony at a certain time, right? Now the Edims, they come along and say, Two o'clock. Oh, that's the second hour. The the news of Congress said, What do you mean? In the second hour, you were with us. So what? Uh, It wasn't the second hour. It was the fourth hour. Because if you're giving him leeway, so therefore, even if he answers the question, it's Because, bottom line, if you're giving the guy a a three hour leeway almost, so therefore, what's the. What's the possibility? So the Gemara says, no, the Amre mit'e kata'inan. Because they could always say, ah, we made a mistake. It wasn't the second hour. You're right. It was uh, two hours later. So the Gemara says, no, the Avinan lehu kulu ta'utayul. You have to give the uh, first witnesses the entire leeway for mistake. Which means when the Edim Zumimim come in, they have to say, we saw you. Not only for the hour that they're testifying. You have to say, we saw you for that whole period of the each one's opinion of leeway of mistake. Because otherwise, it's, it's, uh, you, you cannot mezim them. And the Gemara explains it. You give them, Which means according to Rabbi Meir, which we said, a uh, person, we give them uh, two hours Hasid Mashu, right? Give him a two hour minus a Mashu leeway. So they gave a testimony in the second hour, right? Well, second hour you can go forwards. Well, if you go forwards, which is the easy way, so you give him two hours, that'll be uh, the end of the fifth, okay? Now, if you go backwards, if he, if he says the testimony in the, uh, in the, in the, one witness says second hour, and one witness says the third hour. Right. What we, each, each, each witness gives a, 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 a discrepancy in the testimony of one hour. So the Gemara says, I read again, three lines at the bottom. I give him from the beginning of the first hour of the day, until Hamesh, Rashi. You read it in Rashi, you'll see it now. The Rabbi Meir. The Amara Adam Tohe Bechaot. Right, these two witnesses that came along and said it happened in the second and the third hour. Because the Edim Zomim have to say, I saw these guys 
from the beginning of the first hour of the day, Ad Sof Hamish, until to cover all the possibilities. Right? Why does it cover all the possibilities? Because if you're going to say the the uh, the third uh, hour, and you're going to give them uh, two hours, so you, and, and, and a mashu or whatever, Hasid mashu, however it works, you'll see nashi. We'll read nashi. Bench to him between both of them. The opinion that says the guy that said the second hour, shona. So you preempt him, you give him because you can make a mistake backwards also. Just like you make a mistake forwards, you can make a mistake the other way. So you have a shahari shona, now vishiniya, vishilishit, virviit. By going forward, it's two, so you got to give him the third and the fourth. Well, the high digima, the opinion that said, or the witness, I should say, that said third hour, yavina le od hamishit. You got to give him an additional hour till the end of the fifth. Vituna, and that's it. So once the witnesses, the Adib Zomimim, sorry, the second set of witnesses that are trying to disqualify, they have to come along and say, we saw these guys from the first hour of the day till the end of the, till the, end of the fifth. Now you cover all the room for mistake. Now already it's it. If they were with them, so that's what you said, then the first second come along and say, no, we made a mistake an hour. No, no, we with you for that hour also. We saw you in the, another city for that hour. The only problem is, <clears throat> let's read further. When they're going to tell the witness that said, Shtayim, in the second hour. Right? Which means, uh, you're going to say you were with us in that hour. Well, a couple of them say, oh, yeah, I made a, uh, sorry, I made a mistake two hours. Maybe the, uh, the mistake was, uh, the testimony that I saw was in the first hour. Oh, the truth of if you're going two hours back, it's not only Shahari Shona, it's one hour into the, the last hour of the night. If you go backwards two hours, if I say it was the second hour of the day, and you give me a mistake to go back two hours, I, I, the, 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 the second witnesses should really have to say, we saw them from an hour before the day, right? Until the end of the fifth hour. Which means, in the first hour of the day is not enough, you're only going back one hour. You're supposed to go back two hours. So the Gibraltar is going to ask this question. The Gibraltar is going to say, what is it? For sure, witnesses are not going to make a mistake between day and night. Because mm. that's between day and night. So if a person's going to come along and uh, say, well, yeah, Taiti, uh, I, I said the, uh, it was the second hour. Yeah, I meant it was uh, <coughs> two hours ago. I mean, two hours ago was dark. Person, the witness, for sure is not making a mistake between what he saw in the daylight and what he saw in the night. So therefore, when it goes back, you only push it to... One hour, because before that it's dark. Okay? So therefore, let's review again. You have the two witnesses. One witness says it was the second hour. One witness says it was the third hour. Even if you want to say it's the uh, beginning of the hour, let's say. So it's, it's two, right? So therefore, you give him what? Two more hours. So you give him to the, uh, to the uh, end of the fourth. And according to the person that says the third, so you give him to the end of the fifth. Good. And going backwards... But going backwards, the second hour is the one we're concerned about. We only push it back an hour. 
because you can't push back two hours, no. even though they do mistake in two hours, but they don't, mistake, they don't make a mistake between day and night. So therefore, so, a guy knows what he, when, you know, he might not know the hour that he saw, but he knows if it was sunny or not. No, wait, 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 wait. Going back, you're going into night. So you understand why you can't go back. Okay? So we're going forward. How far could you go forward? You're going to make a mistake of two hours. You can't say more than two hours. So therefore, it's the two, so you go to the fifth. If it's the third, you go to the end of the end of the fifth. So therefore, the Adibs will have to come along from the the first hour to the end of the fifth. Comes the Gemaran says. That, oh, that's what we just read in the Shemitah Gemaran. I was going to say now. It's Ubedinu. And in logic, Dinitivnu Me'ikaratafeth. Really, you should go back another hour. Me'ikara, meaning another hour. Ela bin Yemamali Liliyah Lotayinche. And between day and night, uh, people do not make uh, mistakes. Good. Or Rabbi Yehuda, and according to Rabbi Yehuda, Yavina Leu Mitchilat Shari Shona. Okay, always you go back to Shari Shona. That's the earliest you can go back. Be'ad Sof Shishit. Right? And really you should go to the end of Six. the sixth. Why? Because according to the Be'uda, let's analyze. According to the Be'uda, you're getting three hours. Now, according to the opinion that said, uh, he, he saw the testimony in the third hour. So in the third hour, you'll take him to the end of the, the beginning of the third. So you take him to the end of the, uh, end of the, end of the, end of the fifth. You'll get three hours. And according to the opinion that, what the witness that said, fifth hour, technically you should take him to the end of the, Seventh. But the Gemara says you'll only take him to the end of the sixth. Why? Get the, very good. So the Gemara says, uh, We're going to the same question. According to the B. Yehuda, if he makes a mistake within three hours, so of course again you should give him back two hours into the night. The last two hours of the night. Means not only one hour into the day. Right, so the guy that said the testimony took place in the second, he saw the testimony in the second hour. Right? So if you're going back three hours, so we should go, uh, kid back into the night. So the Gemara answers the same answer. The Gemara says, Good. So that, they're not going to make a mistake between day and night. Oh, inch people. Oh, so why don't you give him uh, uh, further? Which means, because when he testifies, it happened in the the fifth hour, so technically you're giving him three hours, so three hours you have to give him to the end of the seventh. So the Gemara says, In the fifth hour of the day, where's the sun? The sun is on the east side. Right? Still rising. Still on the east. In the seventh hour already, it's in the west. A person, just like he doesn't make a mistake between day and night, he doesn't make a mistake between... Uh, uh, exactly, morning and afternoon when the sun is on different sides of the uh, horizon of the sky. So therefore, it, at the most, according to the Bihuda, that you have to, to become Zomimim again. The most you have to become Zomimim is what? From the first hour of the day all the way to the end of the sixth. So basically, we think everybody has problems. So let's review exactly what took place over here. Basically, we were saying over here, we introduced today a new opinion of Ravah. The new opinion of Rabbi is he extends the amount of uh, leeway that we give witnesses in making mistake in Sha'ot. Rabbi Meir, it's two hours basically, and according to Rabbi Yehuda, it's three hours basically. Good. Which was an hour more than Abayir gave them, according to the Ikad Amri. Good. So the Gabbana says, if that's the case, you're going to run into a problem over here with 
the hakirot. Now we have to ask witnesses questions. One of the questions of importance is, what time did the murder happen? Whatever they're going to answer you, it's not, uh, it's not good because those witnesses could never be subject to hazama. Because they can come along and say, the second hour, oh, the witnesses will come along, the second said, hey, second hour, you with us. Okay, yeah, we met the third hour. You know, we made a mistake. So therefore, whatever they say, you're always giving them a, a leeway. So they give us, you're right. When we say uh, that the second witnesses can make hazama, it means that they are including in their hazama all the times plus the leeway that you give the witnesses for making mistakes. And therefore, we have two witnesses here. One witness is in the second hour, going to be Meir. Second hour, one witness is the third hour. So go, well, going backwards a mistake, we're only going to give them the first hour of the day. Even though technically should go back further, but that's day and night. And witnesses don't make a mistake on that. So that's your cutoff point. The second set up to say, we saw them from the first hour of the day. Until when? Until two hours after two, and then two hours after three. So therefore you cover them until the fifth hour. So that's, so long as they say that we saw them from the first to the fifth, already these are going to be Aideen Zomimim. Now, According to the B Yehuda, the Yehuda says no. The guys can even testify from three to five. One witness says through the third hour it happened, the other witness says it happened in the fifth hour. So the Gemara says, good. Third and fifth, and we give the B Yehuda how many hours of leeway according to Rabbah? Basically three hours. Oh, so we're well, going backwards again. We can't go backwards more than the first hour of the day because we don't make the witnesses don't make a mistake between day and night. Good. So the second set comes along and says, we saw them from the first hour of the day until when? Well, the Gemara says, until the end of the sixth. The end of the sixth? Well, the you're giving him three hours, right? And according to the witness that said five, and you get three hours of mistake, technically you should give him the end of the seventh. He was not. A person doesn't make a mistake between five and seven. Why? Because five and seven, the sun is on different sides of the sky, east and west. So therefore, uh, we're going to give them from the first hour of the day till the end of the sixth. What does it mean we're going to give them? Meaning, unless the second set can establish that these witnesses were uh, with them, they cannot prove they were with them for that whole span of time, they are not considered zomimim. And then we're going to kill them. Which means they come along and say, we saw you from the first hour till the fourth hour. Fourth hour, is no proof. Because still there's a couple of hours more that they did not include in their hazama. So in Ekanam, you cannot kill the witnesses as Edim Zomimim. Comes the Gemara and says, Tenan, we learned in our Mishnah, Rabbi Meir Ochlin kol Hamesh, you can eat Hamesh the whole fifth day. Now we're going back to Hamesh. All this was what? Sanhedrin, witnesses, you know, uh, how much uh, leeway you give them with mistakes, etc. Now we go back to our story. Tanan. You can eat the whole fifth hour. Meaning from 10 to 11, you can still eat hametz. This is right? You burn it at 11 o'clock. We're going to get a sixth hour. No, you can eat from 9 to 10. From 10 to 11, you suspend. Meaning, uh, you don't burn and you don't eat. And he agrees, you burn it in the beginning of the uh, sixth hour, meaning at 11 o'clock. According to Abaye, 
Okay, according to Rabbi Meir, the Amad, in Adam Tu'evelo Kelum, and the first version of Abaye, in Sanhedrin, that said, witnesses don't make a mistake at all. That was the first Shita that we had. Which means, their testimony is precise. And therefore, we don't even give them uh, a second difference. So what do you mean, how can he say that if a witness comes along and says it in the second hour, and another witness says it in the third hour, and you tell me they're precise, how could that be? So we said, because uh, the Ma'aseh the, uh, took place at the end of the second hour, in the beginning of the third. It went through the end of the second, beginning of the third. So both are being precise. When the guy said second, he meant end of the second. When the guy said third, he meant yeah. the beginning of the third, which means they're both giving accurate testimony. So the Gemara says, wait. According to that, if people don't make mistakes, and people are precise, they know the hour. Nichul kula sheet. Let him eat. Not only let him eat from 9 to 10. Not only let him eat 10 to 11. Let him go to the Deoraita. Let him go to 12. If you tell me people don't make mistakes in hours, what do, you, what do the rabbis make in the Gezerah, that Hamid says Asur ready from 11 o'clock? Give him the whole 6 hours to eat as well. Until uh, it becomes Asur, Deoraita. Now, and even according to the second version, mm-hmm. where he said what? Are you going to make a mistake in a mashu? Alright, let him eat until 11.59 and uh, 59 seconds. Which is, I might make a mistake of a second. Okay, so cut him off a second before the time. Now, now go the other side. Abayah, according to the way we learned Rabbi Yehuda, the Amar Adam to a Hatzisha'a, right? We learned yesterday, yesterday's doubt, that according to Abayah, according to Rabbi Yehuda, a person can make a mistake within a half hour's time. Good. Nichud ad palgadeshit. So you should give him until 11.30. Right? You should give him up until the time where he's going to make a mistake, which means he might mistake in that 12 is 11.30. Because he makes a half hour mistake. But more than that, he doesn't make a mistake. So therefore, why does he say you have to stop eating Hametzat? 11, he should stop it at 11.30. What do you worry about? A half hour mistake? Fine, so cut him off at 11.30. Now, Ulhaq Lishna, according to the second version, the Amart, Adam Tu'eh, Sha'a'u Mashu, right? According to the second version, where we said according to the Biyuda, that a guy can make a mistake uh, much more. From a Sha'a'u Mashu, a guy's Tu'eh between the uh, times. So comes again what says. Nichul ad sof hamisha, which means we should really stop the eating at the end of the fifth, which means not the beginning of the sixth, a second before that, because if a guy can make a mistake a sha'a umashu, so now you have to take the whole sixth hour, right, well, from from twelve to eleven, because you can make a mistake plus a mashu, so you should all say hametz from the end of the fifth. So comes again what says. You basically what the Gemara did, it set us up here for this question. This whole bath we just did was all a setup for this question that we're asking now. Why don't you tell me the scope of range of how much a, a person makes a mistake when it comes to the time? It it's either it's precise, well if it's precise for sure you have a question on Amishnah. Let the guy eat hametz until 12 o'clock. Don't make any gizirot on the guy. And then you have other ranges. It can go anywhere between a half hour 
or you can go to an hour in a mashu. Even according to those opinions, none of the times that the Mishnah makes sense. Mm-hmm. If a guy makes a mistake uh, in a half hour, so give him to 11.30. If a guy makes a mistake for an hour in a mashu, also the Mishnah doesn't make sense. He should even be a suit from before the sixth hour. He should be a suit from the end of the fifth. So what's going on over here? So Gemara says, Amar Abayabi will answer. Edut Mesura Lezirizim. Who gives uh, testimony? Usually people that are on the ball. People that are... There's at ease. That she says, In Adam nefesh, baki The guy's not going to go to Betty and start giving testimony. And thus he's uh, somewhat certain of the hour that he saw it. I mean, he does know that he's going to be interrogated. So a guy doesn't go into Beti unless he has a good understanding of the time. Who has to burn the hametz and stop eating hametz? Everybody. And therefore you have to be more mahmid when it comes to hametz. There's no bidi kotl hakinot by hametz. So therefore you got burn the hametz. Oh, now you're leaving it up to the regular guy who's not careful with his time. He can make a mistake. Uh, even a, a, a bayir that's a normally guy is precise. According to the Bimi'ir, he's precise, doesn't matter. You have to take him uh, to the sixth hour. You got to bump him up uh, 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 an hour early because people can't make a mistake an hour. What? You just told me people know to the second. Yeah, that's when the witnesses on Identifashot, they know the, the moment. But when it comes to Hametz, we got to worry about everybody else that's not so precise, and then we have to move them back uh, uh, as well. Hametz, the Masut. No, good. Comes the Gemara and says, "Verava, according to Rava, Aribad Rabbi Meir. That's the second opinion. Rava, that Amar Adam Toeshte Shaot Haser Mashu. Right, according to the second version, we said, according to Rabbi Meir, according to Verava, understand? The guy can make a mistake up to or close to two hours. Mitchilat Chamesh Lo Nichul." Already we should be as soon to eat the hametz from the fifth hour, beginning of the fifth hour. Why? Because if you tell me a guy can make a mistake, two hours, so therefore, already, uh, why you tell me at, at 11 o'clock? It should be as soon to eat hametz at 10 o'clock. No, no, no. Hamisha, hamab mizrah. Vezayin, hamab ma'araf. What are you worried about? That at 12 o'clock he's going to think it's 10 o'clock? Impossible. At 10 o'clock the sun is in the east. At 12 o'clock the sun is in the West. And therefore, you're not gonna, from 12 to 10, that two hour difference, guy's not going to make a mistake because the sun. Mm-hmm. Says, oh, yeah, if that's the case, let him eat in the sixth. In, in the sixth, where's the sun? Well, the sun is actually overhead. Or, no, actually, no. In the sixth, 11 o'clock, I take it back. The sun is in the, in the east. At 12 o'clock, the sun is. In the middle. So they want you to say the same thing. A guy's not going to make a mistake when the sun is on one side to the sun when it's in the middle. Just like you told me from 12 to 10, a guy's not going to make a mistake. He shouldn't make a mistake from 12 to 11. So why are you tell me Hamid Zasur at 11? So the Gemara says, Amar Abadabaraba, Sheet Yoma Bekarneta Ka'eh. Which means at the uh, sixth hour, the sun is bekarneta. What does that mean? Rashi. Right, at the center. It's really not the center. Karneta means at a point. 
at a corner. Look at Rashi. Let's start Rashi'i Hachim B'Shesh Namenichu. According to this, he should be able to eat even in the sixth hour, meaning from 11 to 12. Why? Now B'Shesh, Adayin Lonet Etahamal Esad Ma'araf. Right, the sun from 11 to 12 did not yet go to the west. Ela Rakia. Oh, so I was correct. I mean, the sun from 11 to 12, even at the end of the 11th hour, I'm sorry, even at the end of the 6th hour, at most is going to be in the center of the sky. Which means a person knows that what? Uh, that at from 11 to 12, where the Hama is basically uh, on the uh, center, and at 12 o'clock, what? The sun is on the Ma'arav. Once at 12 o'clock happens, what happens? The sun starts to go on the west side. So therefore, just like you're telling me, a guy doesn't make a mistake from 12 to 10, because it's clear, this is on the east, and this is on the west, a guy shouldn't make a mistake from 12 to 11, because 12 already, the sun is on the west side, and at 11, if anything, it's in the center. So the Gemara says, no, no, no. In the sixth hour, Meaning, it's on the border. Since it's on the border of east and west at the, from 11 to 12, it's hard to tell what side it's on. And therefore, it's not like... 12 to 10, where one clearly is east, and one clearly is west. It's uh, it's borderline, as we would say. And therefore, since it's on the border, we're going to say, well, a person can make a mistake. Therefore, what? You have to preempt them in our... It's a big difference between if it's totally east and totally west. Right? 10 o'clock is totally in the east. It's, it's, it's a no-brainer. You see it clearly. 12 o'clock is clearly in the west. It's the afternoon already. But 12 to 11, yeah, 12 is definitely west. 11, borderline. As a matter of fact, as she says, why does the Gemara call it Kaneta? Kaneta's corner. Hmm. It's really not corner. It should say Emsa. So that she just tells, if you remember the way we learned, in Arubin, that the sun is never directly overhead. The sun uh, in the northern hemisphere, as it goes up, it always is leaning towards the south. So therefore, it says corner, because even if a guy's standing, the sun is not going to be overhead. It'll be, of course, uh, overhead more than uh, any other hour of the day, but it's tilted towards the south. south. That's what it says, karneta. Karneta meaning it's towards the south. If you look in your art scroll, you have a picture of that. You see the, uh, the guy standing, and you see the sun is overhead, but it's you know, tilted towards the karen deromit. Okay, we continue. And Rabbah according to Rabbi Yehuda, the Amar, Adam to'e, Gimel Shaot Hasid Mashu, okay, according to Rabbi Yehuda, according to Rabbah and the Surim, guy can make a mistake up to three hours. Oh, Mithilat Dalit Donichul. Already he should, make, he should stop eating the Hametzwat from the beginning of the fourth hour. Because you're, you're, you're telling me that Hamed starts at the, uh, the 7th, right? At the end of the 6th. Well, go back three hours. You should take him to the beginning of the 4th. And according to Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda lets you eat Hamed all the way until the 6th hour. 
Why? If a guy can make a mistake on three hours, you should take him back to the beginning of the fourth. Mm-hmm. So the Gemara says, Hamisha Hama b'Mizrah Ve'Sheva Hama b'Maharaf If in the fifth hour there's a difference between uh, the Hamas in the east and at the seventh hour it's in the west Kul Sheken Dalit all the more so, valid. Which means, if a guy, according to us, review the Buddha's opinion, the Buddha let the guy eat in the fifth hour. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Why, the guy, why, why did he let the guy eat in the uh, fifth hour? Because obviously, there's a, a guy's not going to make a mistake between 12 and 10, because it's the... Uh, sorry, the Buddha. The Buddha said that Hamid can be eaten in the fourth hour. So I'm telling you, if in the fifth hour... If in the fifth hour there's a difference between east and west, Kosheken in the fourth hour there's a difference between east and west, and therefore, according to the way Rabbah learned, that you have a three hour uh, mistake, so therefore, technically, what are you going to tell me? You want to know it from the uh, fourth hour? Kibras, what are you talking about? How can I say it from the fourth hour? The fourth hour, I clearly know between east and west. And therefore, I'm not going to be oseret that that far. Okay, but also wait. If that's the issue, don't oseret in the fifth either. If, that, if that's Rabbi logic, east west, you'd be able to eat in the fifth as well. What's the, what's the logic now? So you tell me I can eat in the fourth hour according to Rabbi Yudah. Why? Come on, the guy's not going to make a mistake between uh, the sun is in the east, the sun is in the west. Good. The fifth hour also. Why does the Buddha say the fifth hour? So Gemara says, Targema So Abaye will come along and answer for Rava. Abaye comes in and helps Rava. What does he say? Edut misural zirizim. Again, he answers the same answer that he answered for himself. Edut, that the zirizim make it. So basically, you can assume that a guy knows the time more or less. However, Hametz lakol masur. Again, since Hametz is given to everybody. So you cannot rely on some of the simple things that you would rely on when it comes to edut. And therefore, you got to be concerned that a guy is going to make a mistake even in the fifth hour, because hametz is for everybody, and therefore you have to osir the hametz even at that time. Look at Rashi, please. Edut mesura lezirizim. Rashi? Ve'elkach. They're not going to make a mistake between Hamesh and Sheva. That's when it comes to, let's say, Aidut. Hamesh is given to everybody. Now again, if you can say they make mistakes, you should have said it already from the fourth. They don't make that much mistakes. Okay, fine. So that's that's that subject. So now again, according to Rabbi, we're answering that in the the reason why the Buddha's will sit in the fifth hour is because Hamas Masur Lakol. Comes the Gemara and says, the Amar, no, Lavainu Ta'ama, the Buddha. Rabbi himself says, I don't need Rabbi to answer for me. I'll answer for myself. I'll tell you the reason of the Buddha. Ela the Buddha, the Ta'ama, the Amar, and the Ur Hamas, Ela Serefa, or Nushita. The Biuda holds, the only way you can burn the Hametz is, sorry, the only way you can get rid of the Hametz is, you got to burn it. It's a shita, we'll learn later on. 
There's no other options. You have to burn the chametz. Oh, so if you have to burn the chametz, the yavulin abanan sha'achat lilkot ba etzim. So the rabbis they said, you know what? Technically, you should be allowed to eat not only in the fourth. Technically, you should be allowed to eat in the fifth as well. Because a guy really knows the difference between when the sun is on one side and the sun is on the other side. But you know what? We want to give the guy an hour in order to give him a chance to collect wood. What do you mean to collect wood? Yeah, the guy's got to make a fire, right? Since the guy's got to make a fire, so we want to stop him an hour early. So the guy will say, hey, what can I eat in this hour over here? Oh, must be the rabbis want me to go start collecting my uh, wood in order I can make the fire to burn the hamitz. So the stopping in the fifth hour is a different item. It's in order to remind the guy to get his wood ready. So the Gemara says, wait. When do we say that you have to burn the hamitz? That's before the seventh hour. Which is before 12 o'clock, the only option is bi'ur. Aval bish'ad bi'uro. But once 12 o'clock comes, meaning it's been a Torah, you could do whatever you want. You don't have to burn it, you could throw it in the ocean, you could, uh, any, anything you want you could do. Also, if that's the case, burning is not really a re- requirement. Why would the Be'udah say, we're going to Osiri in the 5th, because we want you to remember to get the wood? You really don't need wood. Give him till the 7th, and finish. In the 7th, I will let him uh, do whatever he wants with it. Don't tell me that the burning is the issue. Because burning is only an issue for this, if you're doing it in the sixth hour. But in the Kedemir, if you're going to do it after the sixth hour, meaning you do it in the t- at 12 o'clock, burning. burning is not ne- necessary. So if a burning is not necessary, so what do you tell me? The Magdimim in the fifth hour, that he should collect wood, what do you mean? that's only if he's going to burn it at, at six. If he's going to burn it at, uh, and, and he's going to do it after Bishat. Um, so that cannot be the answer. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, please look at Rashi. Three lines down. Or Ematai, actually. Ematai and Yomir. And Biur Hamid Sela Serefa. When do I say that's only Serefa? Shelo Bishad Biur. Meaning Bithila Chesh. Bechol Chesh. Right, the whole six hours, it is permissible. Ava Bishad Biuro Besheva. But once you get to the seventh hour, which is Hatzot, Shehu Muzhar min Torah, Hashpatato b'chol davar. The Torah azeh lama. What are you being matriach the guy for? Im en lo etzim, yemtin ad sha'ad b'yro v'yishpitinu b'chol davar. Which means, if he doesn't have wood, okay, so he still has an option, and a way to wait to get to get rid of it at, uh, at the sha'ad uh, uh, b'yud. So the Gemara says, back to the question. Why, according to the B'yehuda, is he osir the... Uh, fifth hour. Why should that be osir? Because technically, a person can't tell the difference between uh, the sun and the uh, the east and the sun and the west. Just like in the fourth hour, which is mutar, the fifth hour. Don't tell me the fifth hour is preparation for burning, because burning is not technically necessary. That's the answer. That's the answer we hold with. Gives it out to a cloudy day. On a cloudy day. You can't tell if the sun is in the east or in the west. And therefore you have to be Hoshesh That may be, even in the fifth hour, meaning at 12 o'clock, the guy might think on a cloudy day it's 10 o'clock. Well, the Gemara says the truth is on a cloudy day. At 12 o'clock, you could think it's 9 o'clock. So we should all say it even the fourth hour. If you're worried about a cloudy day, 
you got to say that as well. Or say the fourth hour. So People know in the fourth hour, that's when they eat. And then for that time, everybody knows when breakfast is. Everybody knows when the time for eating is. Either they're trained, or they know it, or they're used to it. <laughs> Nobody's going to think that at 12 o'clock, it's breakfast. It's, uh, it's the fourth hour. The fourth hour is time people eat. Therefore, when people eat, because we're going to see now in the Gemara, people eat in the fourth hour. The time that people eat, they know that time good and well. So therefore, I'm not worried that a guy's going to make a mistake from 12 to... Uh, to 9 But 12 to 10 Cloudy day eh, Perhaps we can make the That mistake So basically that, that, That's the answer According to Rava So if somebody would ask you a question uh, On our Mishnah We had a Mishnah Rabbi Yudah said what Rabbi Yudah said You have to stop eating Hametz In the 5th hour Why? What's the logic? Which would answer them is One of two answers Either you would answer them The answer we just said now Yomem Yonam it's a cloudy day. I mean, you're worried about Gezeram Mishum Yom HaMe'onan. That's the way Rabbi will answer. Or you could answer according to what we just said from Abaye, Hametz Mesura Lakon. Hametz is given to everybody. And therefore, even though by testimony the Bible has lenient, he gives you flexibility. One guy says third hour. One guy says fifth hour. The testimony stands because we say what? People can make a mistake even up to three hours. When it comes to the... And therefore, testimony is good. However, when it comes to Hamed, we don't want to take chances. Because Hamed, now you're giving it to, to everybody. And since Ibn Surah call, so yeah, a, a guy is going to think at 12 o'clock that in the Khinami, maybe it is indeed uh, 10 o'clock. And if he thinks that, you're going to run into a problem. What do you mean? Sun is on different sides of the... doesn't matter. Uh, it's still... You have to be concerned about such mistakes. Comes the Gemara and says, Tarun Banan, Sha'ari Shona, now the Gemara is going to give you the schedule of people's eating habits. Sha'ari Shona, the first hour of the day, Ma'achal Ludim. Who eats? The Ludim. Who are the Ludim? The cannibals. Yeah, that's what they are, they're cannibals. So they eat, uh, they're ravenous, they eat people, so they eat in the first hour. That's the Minag. <laughs> I don't know if they want to, but they see what they're very, they're, they're ravenous, they're hungry. They can't wait to eat. The second hour they who eats? The robbers, the thieves. Why? Well, because they stay up all night robbing. So they sleep a little. So they wake up an hour later, and therefore they eat in the second hour. In the third hour, who eats? The guys that are sitting on inheritance. These guys got nowhere to go. They sleep a little extra. And they're sitting, they have a lot of money, and therefore they eat in the third hour. And she says, Yorshin, Lab Mishum Naftanut. Not because they're uh, hungry. They're not working. They don't have anything uh, to do. And they sit down, uh, they eat, uh, which means, uh, uh, normal though, they got to work first to get money to go buy food. Yeah. These guys are sitting on food already. They wake up early in the morning. Of course, they're ravenous, uh, like these cannibals, but uh, they have the food already available to them. They're sitting on inheritance. Okay. They eat Machat Pohalim. The fourth hour, who eats? The workers. Okay, the, the working class. Hamishi, ma'akal tamidya hachamim. Fifth hour, that's when the rabbis eat, the, the scholars. Shishit, ma'akal kol adam. And in the sixth hour, that's when everybody eats. So the Gebrah says, what do you mean? We just said, 
that the reason why in the fourth hour a person doesn't make a mistake is because everybody eats in the fourth hour. Mm-hmm. Now you just tell me according to this statement that everybody eats in the sixth hour. Give us ipuch. Switch it around. kol adam. The fourth hour, that's when normal people eat, everybody. Hamishit ma'achal po'alim. The fifth hour is when the workers eat. Shishit ma'achal tamidi hachamim. And the sixth hour, that's when the rabbis eat. Mikan ve'ilach, anybody that eats the first bite after the sixth hour, kezorek eben lahemet. It's like taking a rock and throwing it into the barrel. Which means it's uh, not uh, beneficial. You shouldn't delay your se'udah uh, till after that time. Good. He says over here that Rashi in Shabbat kasher laguf, kasher laguf when you eat uh, after that time, and then he brings out another shita. And she said, "Lo kasher ve'lo yafeh." It doesn't really hurt you, but it's not going to benefit you. That's what he gave in the high. Throw a rock into the barrel. Okay. Amar abayim, lo amran eladolo taimidi b'tzafra. This is only talking about where if a person didn't eat anything at all in the morning. It's fasting. But if he ate something in the morning, then already you don't have to worry about it. Then even if he eats after the sixth hour, there is no problem because there was already something in his system. Amen. <laughs>